And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex. My name's Paul. And if your favorite baseball team put more space between you and the piece of shit twins, you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. Good, little hectic, um, but you seem stressed. I'm, yeah, I do that to myself. I before we started, like we joined the studio to start recording and stuff. I sat down and I was like, "This is one of those moments where Paul's gonna be like, Alex, you are making yourself way more stressed than you need yeah, to be about because you always are." True. That's your that's your fatal flaw. Yeah, you stress yourself out way too much. I do. Here's the Sorry. thing, right? Nothing I in life's that much. serious. What's going to happen? What's the worst case scenario? That's true. That's that's a good way. What I tell myself all the time is worst case scenario, I die, then it's not my problem anymore. <laughs> wow. What a, I mean, that's, that's true. I, uh, no, I, I wind myself up sometimes. Everything's good, but just overthinking things. I just, in my head, I literally stopped and was like, Paul right now would just be like, buddy. Yeah. All right. It's okay. <laughs> it's literally. All right. But yeah. no, I'm happy to be back to it. We did the um, we did our second uh, Patreon exclusive episode yesterday, the, which was a the lot first of fun. quality time. Which I'm not going to lie to you, pretty proud of the title I came up with. It is a great title, a lot better than I had uh, when you sent it to me. I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we were super excited about it. Um, check the like I said, it's a Patreon exclusive episode. Paul and I, uh, if you're familiar with our fireside chat, which we kind of closed out the year and just kind of chilled a little bit that was our like right around new year's eve new year's day episode um we did that but uh just just kind of hung out chat talked just like we would whether there was a microphone or not and we watched uh the first five innings of yesterday's twins game game five so that was a lot of fun it was by popular request we'll start uh i think it's a good idea shout out you know a, a patron an episode here so shout out to rj one of our favorite people um on twitter just a great guy and uh, a patron member so thank you for your support it really means a lot to us and Papa yeah, give you guys, kisses yeah. if you guys want access to that in the episode description there is a link to our website which has all the patreon episode or all the patreon info merch um what else? The Discord. I mean, you, you can't miss yeah, it. Everything. So, so yeah. you can get to each episode on there as well. You can get to the full our full discography. Um, or I, I don't know if that's the right term for podcast. Um, it I is know now. for like I know for like music artists it is, but I'd say library um, episode library library catalog. I, episode catalog. catalog. Yeah, yeah. Any of those, you can get to any episode. You can go back and listen to old episodes, uh, hear how far we've come from episodes one through ten to now. Yeah, which is 89. Yeah, which is yeah. Crazy. This is eighty nine. Uh, I have it as ninety, but I don't know if I got off track somewhere. But yeah, uh, 
But yeah, so we don't want to spend too much time on that, but you can uh, easily find the link to the Patreon to, uh, you know, and have access. And there's some other stuff in there, some goodies. So, but yeah, shout out to RJ. Thank you for support. Thank you to all the other patrons. And we're going to promise at least one episode a month ad free, uh, but try and get to two. Probably be a little easier in the off season, but we're going to do some fun stuff coming up. Where as long as Paul's not working, do uh, one of our watch-alongs with the playoffs, you know, because definitely think that's going to happen. Not trying to jinx it, but just you know, hoping we're yeah. going to get to do that, and we'll make that like a, a Patreon exclusive. And so, yeah, if you feel so inclined. But thanks to everybody. But no, so now we're back to the normal stuff. Where if you don't want to spend money on us, and I completely understand why, but you want to listen to us, well, we still love you a whole lot, yeah, and we're happy you're here. Papa, give you all kisses. Yeah, lots of kisses. Yeah, but it's it's, it's funny because we've recorded back to back days, so it feels a little funny. But it's like, yeah, doesn't it? It feels like a little funny. But I know, uh, and this one's like more formal. So I'm like, okay, we have to get ready. Yeah, the other one I just us. like hopped on, and I was like, huh? Time we to literally shoot the shit. Up. Hey guys, yeah, <laughs> like, hey guys. I know that's the thing. It's like over here, vocal warm ups. Unique New York. Unique. unique. This is me. <laughs> this is showtime baby yeah this is you gotta you gotta warm up them vocal cords don't want to make any mistakes yeah not at all perfect people zero anyway how are you doing dude good tired uh yesterday yesterday was a long day for paul uh woke up we did the we did the recording um and then i had uh practice and from there uh, I went and got some stuff so I could shower at work because we have a couple locker rooms and everything. Um, so got some stuff at Target and then went and showered and then had to work last night. So it was a long day, but uh, I'm excited. We're the team's exciting right now, and they have been for a while. But um, yeah, I'm. Uh. Woo! Sorry, <laughs> it was too long without any excitement. Dog, we are. Bro, we buried the twins. Like yeah. R.I.P. We fucking buried them. This is like we're just dancing around. We buried the twins. We went we four did. and one. We've literally yeah. won. We swept them last week on the road, and then they came to our house, and we won the first three, lost game four, and then won game five. So we went four yeah. and one. We went seven and one against the twins down the stretch. They were like a game or a game and a half behind us. They're now seven games. They're they're done. Like they're literally dead. It would take a miracle and then some. They're they're done. So I know I, I'm holy, so excited, bro. Way to turn it on. And just, you've heard, I've even said it last year when we didn't make the playoffs. As soon as you get in, anything is possible. Yeah. So all we have to do is make it. Yeah. We just got to make it. We got the starting pitching. We got the bullpen now. It's just. And, yeah. and now we're starting to put some more balls in the seats, which is a huge issue. Did a little research today. I've been wanting to find the stat for a while. And it took me going on baseball reference, exporting our game log into Excel, doing some black magic in Excel, and then also just doing some hand counting. Because sometimes I have limitations on my Excel knowledge and didn't have a lot of time. I was like, I could look up the function to create a formula to yeah. do this, or I can just count it. Fun fact. In, we have homered in 75 games this year, okay? That's where we hit one or more. 75 of 146 okay. games, okay? Did you see my tweet or no? No. 
Okay. In those 75 games, how many games were we homer do you think we won? 68. You think we won? Do you think we went 68 and 7 when we homer? Sure. I don't know. Okay. Well, we went 53 and 22. So I thought you were going to shoot a little bit lower and be like, no, it's actually way better. That's a 706 win percentage. Yeah. When we hit at least one home run. Like, we need pop in this lineup so fucking badly. And lately, Ahmed's putting him in the seats. Naylor. Like, you can make, you don't want to make mistakes. But when you have awesome pitching like we do, and it is so fun to watch small ball. Sometimes you got to put the ball in the seats, dog. You can hit your way out of some mistakes. And you don't always need everything to click with, like, single, single, you know, small ball. It it takes... It takes like a machine, right? That everybody's got to be going. And we've seen we can be real hot or real cold. We'll do like seven run innings of like 100 expected batting average. Or, you know, we will get like no hit through like seven innings by some left-hander on the Tigers that will like probably never pitch again. And sometimes you just need to put them in the seats. And we know that slugging is a problem at times. So I, if I remember correctly... I was going game by game and I kept a little counter like, okay, win, a loss, a win, a loss. And then at the very end, I want to say that we have won the last 13 games in a row that we have homered in. I believe that's the stat. It's just absolutely crazy um, how we, you know, and some of that might be just luck, but I mean, obviously going 55 and or whatever I said it was, is is not a coincidence. Are you actually back here? Because you yes, just disappeared. Yes, because the, my computer freaked out, and my gain's up super high, so that's going to be great for you guys. But, um, yeah, my computer freaked out. My hard drive, like, fell behind my desk, uh, and my <laughs> mic, like, disconnected. And then it said, hey, the Internet's having trouble recording you. Refresh now. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is not great for trying to convince people to pay no. money to listen to episodes of. Uh, but you uh, know what happened? Alex kept it going. Professionalism. Yes, I can. The show you, goes on. As you know, I can just talk and talk and talk until the cows <laughs> come home. But anyway, fifty-three and twenty-two. You know, maybe we jumped the pitchers. Uh, yeah, I, 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 we need to put the ball in the seats sometimes. I will Every, say. Um, I don't want people to put too much emphasis on our hitting the past week and a half because we played the Twins so much and we've seen their pitching so much this year. Mm -hmm. Once you start seeing pitching more often, you're going to hit more off of them. You know what I mean? So I want to see how we do against Texas and Tampa Bay before I say, hey, now we have some pop. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm not saying we suddenly do. Uh, like, we need to buy. Oh some no, I know, I know you're season. not. Yeah, I know it, you're not. But I'm saying, like, there's. I've seen people who are like, oh, the power's back. Yeah, like we've we've played Minnesota how many times this year, and how many times in the past week and a half? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I want to see how we do against uh, Texas and Tampa Bay coming up to and see. If we if we can tee off on Tampa Bay's pitching, mm. yeah, and I mean, Quan's going to develop hopefully into a ten or fifteen home run at you know uh, hitter. 
you know, Jose is always going to kind of, we just need, like, if there's one thing and it sucks because other than like Aaron judge, the free agency class is really old. It's pretty weak and it's pretty shallow. I looked one yeah. day cause I was like, okay, we just need to go buy 30 home runs. Like we just need to go buy them. Like just yep. dip into your pockets. We need to buy 30 home runs. And if we play anything like this, but again, with more experience, it's like, dog we might just we might wait we might not need 2024 we might just win the world series in 2023 like if we what what sucks is if um framel would have been able to get his head out of his ass and came into camp in shape and ready to go who knows there, what would have happened yeah we would have literally had what we're missing a right-handed hitter that crushes left-handed pitching that's going to hit 30 home runs we we're missing it, but uh, yeah, it's going to be ex- pop is very expensive and there's not a lot of, I mean, outside of Aaron judge, it's, I think JD Martinez and that dude's a banger. He's older. I would still give it, but he's going to get more than we're going to get. It's just not a great class. So I don't know. I don't want to get all the way in that. I just wanted thought It was just something interesting. And I wanted now, would you say that? Well, cause then, you don't want to take Judge out of right field because he's a very good defensive right fielder. Mm-hmm. I'm trying We're to think of what we... Judge though. Oh, uh, who's? Not... We're not going to give a 400 million dollar contract out. I feel pretty confident. You have no faith. I I have no faith. I mean, the ownership said David Blitzer's like said you know he's not really going to shake it up too much with you know the payroll influx. At least not right now. So uh that's exactly what I would say if I was planning on shaking things up. Yeah. Just <sighs> sneaky. <laughs> so sneaky. I don't know. Um I was gonna look up to see what Kyle Schwarber signed for his contract with the Phillies if it was a one year. Um no, but I think like, it's three or four. But like he's older too. Um yeah, it was a it was a multi year. A lot of guys came off the board. Like Mitch yeah. Haniger is going to be a free agent, but he's had injury issues all the season, and he's kind of was getting a little banged up on the Mariners again. And he's like thirty-one or thirty-two. He's perfect, but I don't know that we would pay him enough. And like, it's hard to look at a guy and take a chance when they're coming off an injury. Year, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like hard to like give someone three or four. But like Mitch Haniger has always been a great potential for us the last couple of years. You know, around trade rumors or not rumors, but like you know they look good. Um, and it would make sense for us kind of thing. So yeah, I don't know. That's, it wasn't even something. Did you fuck your stuff up again? Hold on. My, for some reason, my mic got disconnected. Oh my God. This is amateur hour. Um, but that, that's not even what I wanted to spend all this time on. It's just, I don't even remember how we got on this. I think I just wanted some credit for doing a lot of counting today but we're 29th in home runs and listen it's a lot of fun to do small ball we love it we've talked about it it's our favorite thing but sometimes you just got to put the ball in the seats and you can hit your way out of mistakes you don't have to string together you know 17 hits and walks and all that that's awesome we don't want that part of our game to change but having one more dude 30 home runs would be huge for us we're 20 we're literally second second least home runs in all baseball imagine getting into like 18th 19th you know like a little closer to average i mean damn so but the hot topic anyway is i just want to talk about the remaining schedule and just like the position we've put ourselves in is nuts we are 
four games above. He dipped out again. So I guess it's just the Alex show. We're four games above the White Sox for, uh, you know, they're in second place. We're seven games above the Twins for third place. We've we've buried them. And our magic number is 12. Magic number being any combination of our wins and opponents' losses. It's 12. Some mix of that, and we clinch the division. And we start tonight, 8-10, uh, in Chicago, and uh, three-game set. And basically, we're just, you know, we, we think about it. If we win one of these, we're setting ourselves up. Just don't get swept, kind of. I mean, yeah. if we win two out of three. But if you don't get swept, say we just win one. There are four games back now. If we win just one, we would leave that series down. We would have a three-game lead still. And our magic number would be down to 10. And so they would. we both would have 13 games, and we just need some combination of us winning and them losing. You know what I mean? In the magic number being 10. If we beat them twice, then the magic number comes down to 8. Like, it, yeah. it's If, it, it's if we sweep them, six. And it's done. I mean, it's, it's over. Yeah. Like, the, you got 13 games to have us win six. If they won every game, we would just have to win six. Or, yeah. you know, and that's not, they're not going to win 13 in a row. <laughs> like, it, it's over. And it's pretty much, it already kind of, I don't want to say it is. We just need to not get swept. And then I feel very confident besides an implosion. But, um, there was this cool graphic that they put on during the game yesterday where they kept going through like players throughout the Cleveland history and the numbers on the on their jersey where they like went through it like they started with 20 with Rajay Davis and they kept going down and down and down and down with our magic number but they were using the back of the jersey's numbers as like yeah, they've been they would highlight it's it pretty sweet I was like this is going to make me blow my load everywhere <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh yeah they've been doing that a little bit it's it's real slick they do it at like was it the beginning of the broadcast yeah yeah it was sweet but uh yeah i mean and i just want to talk about the remaining schedules so this is a huge one i mean this is we we buried the twins and overperformed but now it's just win at least one against the white Sox. but then here's how our schedules stack up they get detroit for three which is really soft obviously uh, that's not great. But then they got Minnesota for three, San Diego for three, and then they finish against Minnesota. So once they're done with us, three and three against Detroit, they get six against the Twins and three against San Diego. Um, I, and we leave them. We go to Texas, who just got eliminated from the playoffs, and they're like 20 or 25 games below 500. Then we have Tampa Bay at home for three, and I've been saying it all season. And then we finish with six against the Royals at home. Like, we are deciding our own fate, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we don't make it, it's because we don't deserve to. Like, we'll, we will have just shit the bed. And I'm going to be honest so with you, hard. Terry Francona teams don't fold down the stretch. Yeah. And, I mean, the way it stacks up is like, yeah, you don't love the Detroit one, but we got Texas, so not not terrible. You know, maybe they'll get a game back there. We'll see. But, again, every game we win, the number goes down, and every game they lose, it goes down. So, like, we just got to win. Just, I mean, just don't get swept. I never thought I would say I'd be a Tigers fan. I know. But 
even though Minnesota is like out of it, you know, they won't roll over and you get six against them. They are not going to go six and oh against the twins. They'll no. beat each other up a little bit. Interdivision team, anything can happen. You know, the twins are still solid. Yeah. It's and they play me. the twins three times while we play Kansas City. So, yeah. So, like, if they even just go four and two against them, that's two more off the magic number, assuming we didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, they have to go nuts and we have to fold. So, I like our odds, dude. And I'm still going to say this, right? My expectations for this year was to figure kids out, to just throw shit at the board and see what sticks. And goddamn, is our shit sticky. Like, yeah. It's, I I don't think I I could go talk to a hundred Guardians fans and I would I would be I would put good money that I would say ninety seven of them would be like I don't think we're gonna win this division this year. I mean, it should be like ninety nine if you don't do yeah. drugs. Like it, probably more than that. I mean, it's crazy. It, I just can't believe that. I can't believe it. Yeah, I just saw. I don't think anyone expected this. I. I know I didn't. I am fairly sure you didn't. I know most of the people that we talked to on Twitter didn't. It this is I I'm still like I don't want to say shook, but I'm like still in shock like when I think about this year. This year feels better than like 2016 was awesome, right? We made it to the World Series. We had that long streak. This for me personally, this year feels better. Like I don't I don't have expectations for the playoffs, right? I don't have anything like that. Like that to make it to the World Series. Just my feeling about this year feels so much better. Cause we were scrappy. We had to fight for these wins you know what i mean yeah. in 2016 and 2017 it was expected this year it wasn't and we just fought and fought mm-hmm. and had ups and downs and it was an emotional roller coaster and now here with what three six nine 16 games to go 16 games left we're looking at we're looking down the barrel of winning a division and as long as we don't absolutely shit the bed, we will and do just that. Like, just like the pride I have in this team is ridiculous. Like, it's, oh yeah, we could get bounced. We get swept first round of the playoffs. I ask me if I care. Well, yeah, I, I do, but I literally will just be like the fact we won this division. Yeah, it's and it's and here's the thing, right? Young, we're only going to get better. Yeah, guys, this was supposed to be the figure it out year and 2023 was kind of supposed to be this year. So like we're like a year-ish ahead of schedule. We're this is only terrifying. going to get better. And hear me out, right? We kind of see it. Not, I don't want to bring up the Browns, but like you kind of see it with the Browns. Like once they started getting good, players wanted to come to Cleveland. Yep. Once your team's good, players want to come to like players want to hitch their wagon on that. Yep. It makes you more marketable. It makes it's only going to bring in more stuff for the city. It's only going to bring in more revenue for the team. When you're good, it only sets you up for future or for future success. 
Yeah, it's it's a snowball thing. It's and we're young, we're hungry, we're scrappy, we're we, horny. I, uh... I'm I am, <laughs> um, but we're the clubhouse is a very good like in a very good place. We have no toxicity in the clubhouse. Like just a bunch of guys being dudes in that clubhouse, and everyone seems like they're genuine friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, there really isn't anybody that's like on the outskirts that I can. I mean, nobody. Yeah, we know. Even like when Plesak was punching mounds and taking shirts off aggressively, like he was still laughing with everyone. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could say like punching the mound and stuff like that's toxic, but like people were there to pick him up. People were there around it. Like no one looked at him. At least in the clubhouse, I don't think anyone looked at him differently. Like. I don't it's just so much fun to watch. It's crazy. Dude, we literally went seven and one against the twins down the stretch. <laughs> like I cannot it's something that's like, oh yeah, it's exciting, but we went seven and one against the twins and fucking buried them. Yeah. We went four and one in this five game series. We're like, dude, just go two and th- four and one. We buried them. And then walked off this in the fifteenth inning in one of the games. Nuts nuts we're like god like last week oh if we can go two and three against them on the road that'd be we swept them and then we're like let's win the first three games including a sweep of a doubleheader in our house seven and one you want to talk about big time players making big time plays in big time games that's why it's like you know what i attest that to the team being like when it comes down to like this time of the year you're this deep into the season you're tired. Your body's taking a toll. You, you're like, obviously they love the game, so they want to keep. Everybody's playing. aching. Nobody's a hundred percent. Nobody's a hundred percent right now. But you know what helps that when you look to your left and you look to your right and you'd be like, you know what? I can't. I can't. I'm giving myself chills right now. I can't quit right now because I care about these guys. I want to do good for this person. I want to do good for Jose. I want to do good for Naylor. I want to do good for head. Like I want to put my best. I want to put my best self on this field for the person to my left and to my right, because I genuinely care about them as a human being. And as a teammate that I can't not give a hundred percent. And that's the definition of this team. Yeah. A hundred percent. And this time of year, I'm ready to run through a fucking brick wall. I know. Let's go girls. (laughs) Uh, We've won 12 of our last 15 games, by the way. That is a lot. Remember when we had that down week right before we started with, and we were like, Oh no. Yeah. It was not like this. We lost like this. We swept. We swept the Padres to end August. Well, the last week in a two game set and we felt amazing. And then we lost three of four to Seattle. And then we beat Baltimore and we're like, oh, yeah, time to time to learn. Then we lost the next two games. Then we got swept by Seattle and then win in Kansas City, win in Kansas City. That one where Classe blew it. Then sweep Minnesota, sweep the Angels, lose the game against the White Sox, which doesn't count. And then win. The first three against the Twins, lose game four, and then win game like We have literally gone 12-3 and three in, the last, in the last 15, 15. games. That's, that's nuts. And I will say, although 
I will criticize Tito when he deserves it. He he knows how to hold a club. This this like I'm not saying it's because of him, but these are intangibles. Like Tito can guide a team like into the parking spot to win a division. Yeah, like, he can he can hold it. This is what Tito can do. This is That's something what he I said. brings. This is why, like, yes, you could say Tito's had his questionable moments this year. Sure, right. Tito got every one of those people, every one of those guys, the rookies that have came up, the vets that are in there, the 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 people that are in that weird in-between. Every single person that's on this roster right now has bought into Tito's method, has bought into Tito's brand of baseball, which is fight for the person to your left and your right. We'll handle what's going on in-house. Fuck everyone else. Yep. And take care of business. Do everything we can on the field. And everything else will take care of itself. And everyone has bought into it. And that's a lot of this stuff is like a lot of people have criticized Tito. Like I said, this season is a lot because of who Terry Francona is as a manager. Yeah. Yes and no, but yes. I mean, I'm not. I mean, obviously, he doesn't go out there and play. The players still have to go out there and perform. But the mindset is there because of Tito. Yeah. I mean, he's a landing spot for success. Absolutely. It's crazy, man. He's our hall of fame manager, bro. We're literally have a four game division lead. (laughs) Like on September 20th, we're leading the division by four games. And our only competition is the white Sox, who we have three against. And like, and they're frauds. They were frauds last year. They're frauds this year. Our pitching matchups aren't amazing. If I don't, if I remember correctly, we got Savali and cease tonight. Cease, one of the best pitchers in baseball this year. We got yeah. McKenzie and Lynn tomorrow. I like that. We got Bieber and Cueto on Thursday. So never mind. I like Wednesday and Thursday. I, I got it. I, we obviously won today. facing oh. Cease is a is a is problematic. Yeah. Lance Lynn, he hasn't been what he has in the past this year. I feel like. Yeah, we've um, gotten to him at different times. But like I said, we've seen the White Sox a decent bit this year. Not recently. We haven't seen them, but they scared me less than the twins did. Like early on, just the oh, way yeah. they always seem to just play them okay. You know, like I I feel confident. We're playing in Chicago. We're yeah. Naylor's back. Josh Naylor, like <laughs> guess who got their swagger back? Josh and Josh Naylor gave a little bit of it yesterday. He hit that three run home run and looked in the first base dugout and stands right there. And, and took then he took his a time. minute and a half. To run, to run the bases, and gave rock the baby a little bit coming around third. Just so real, I, like, I have hmm. I have my kids now doing doing the uh, Josh Naylor noodle alarm when they hit a double. Yeah, just <laughs> well that I, I told them to I told them to come up with something right. So yeah. one of the kids is like, I'm gonna put it on my Snapchat and see what all my friends say. And like I was like, have fun. Like the one kid I was telling, I said on the Patreon episode yesterday. Uh, my our one of our guys, Colton. Um, so his his friend that's on another team, Aiden, who's a very good baseball player too. Uh, Aiden struck Colton out earlier, and then Aiden told uh our head coach, like, "Hey, tell Colton that he still can't hit." And then uh Colton came in earlier or later to pitch, struck Aiden out, and gave him the Trevor Bauer sword, <laughs> and then walked off. I was like. I love it. I love it so much. 
<laughs> Talk your shit. Let your nuts hang, kid. I know. But That's like funny. Baseball is just fun. It's beautiful. Dude, and this I, is crazy. This is nuts. Every all day, just like watching. It's like it feels like playoff baseball already because you're like, I'm wa- like with the twin series. I would watch the clock, especially the five game one. I was like, I even told Taylor, I was like, I got to watch these. Like, I got to be honest. Like, you're going to see me watch a lot of these. This is like every pitch matters. Every run that we get or they get is like, oh, or like, oh, my God. You know, it's just- we got the so we got our uh, we had to get one win to get the tiebreaker from them. We got that win. So worst case scenario. Yeah, I mean the Twins we have the tiebreaker. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. We now put a we fork in them. One win from the White Sox again it keeps us to three games ahead. And I mean, at that point, that you know puts what? Us, all, Fuck it. Win every game from here out. Just win every yeah. game. Yeah, just just go sixteen and zero. But yeah, one win against the White Sox gives us the tiebreaker against them too. So that is all of them are prime time games too. If if we win tonight. That will set the yeah. that will set the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the tone that will set the freaking tone yeah. that would be nuts but uh, but yeah just be competitive it's crazy that we're in this position I can't believe it I just keep thinking like I can't believe this is like LeBron I can't believe this is my life like, <laughs> holy shit we're gonna, we should win the AL Central dog what is happening I know. Oh, we're going to get hear Hammy say, you will have October playoff baseball. And that's when all the real homies cry. Yeah, so, 100%. If you don't get chills, you don't feel anything. But obviously, it's a long season. There's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of just grind. We already said how stressed out I was. Guys, take charge of your mental health. Um, it's very serious to us. It always has been. Going to see Dr. Roth tomorrow for my monthly Ooh. therapy thing. So fill you guys in on. Everyone uh, yelled, Alex, for not using BetterHelp. You don't know that it's not BetterHelp. You've said it's not. It's not at this time. It's not because I have a person. I have an in-person therapist. Yeah, but uh, you you've said on the episode on the podcast, I don't use BetterHelp. <sighs> Damn. Yeah, but you have. I and have. I would use it. I just have an in-person. And if Doctor <laughs> Roth doesn't work out, disrespects me, then I'll use BetterHelp and I'll find something else. But uh, anyway, we appreciate their partnership. You will hear about it all from me, and we will be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. Everyone goes through tough times. Everyone has stuff they're dealing with. We've preached about the importance of mental health several times before as it relates to athletes, our listeners, and even to ourselves. Paul and I are no strangers, and I know I'm certainly not. In the summer of 2020, I started having a little bit of depression and anxiety issues for the first time in my life. But I took the leap, I reached out to a therapist, and got the help that I needed. And man, I'm glad that I did. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. BetterHelp's network includes a broad range of expertise from their more than 20,000 therapists, which gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. Finding the right therapist is one of the most important parts in making sure you get the help that you need. It's going to be easy, guys. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's that quick. Then you're going to schedule a secure video and phone session. Even better, you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist and everything you share is completely confidential. BetterHelp knows that it's scary to reach out and take that first step for your mental health, so they make it as easy as possible for you. 
You can request a new therapist at any time at no additional charge, which is a game changer, guys, helping you find the right therapist for your needs. So go ahead and join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And you know Paul and I were going to hook you up. BetterHelp was kind enough to create a special offer for 216 Baseball listeners. We're going to get you 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash 216 Baseball. Again, that's better com slash the numbers 216 baseball. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. And now back to the show. Wow. I feel reinvigorated. I don't know about you, Paul. Reinvigorated. That's a big word for elbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch TikTok, so you don't get it. No, because TikTok's the worst. Anyway, thanks again to BetterHelp. Uh, link to everything is in the episode description. No shame, no stigmas. Uh, so game one, real fast, because we had that one game White Sox makeup game on Thursday was Hunter Gaddis, Hunter Gatherer, if you will, versus Lance Lynn. And this game doesn't count. Uh, we got our Hunter, backs blown out. Hunter Gaddis got butt fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we got our backs blown out, and it just doesn't count. Uh, we lost 8-2, to two, and he gave up five home runs, and... Paul will tell you some more details on that, but I literally don't care to talk about this game, and you guys don't care either. It doesn't count, basically, so we're yeah. just going to skip it. Yeah, Hunter Gaddis, like we said, gave up five home runs. He's the first Cleveland pitcher to allow five home runs in a game since Louis Tyant in, on April 18th, 1969. Nice. nice. Uh, it's franchise record now done three times. Just, yeah. And Just then uh, five home runs in, I think he went like five ish innings. Jesus. Yeah, it was bad. Um, that was, this was the game that we watched when we recorded last week's episode. And I was like, another one? Yeah. Like DJ Khaled, nice. another one. Wow. wow, wow. <laughs> um, and Not then Guardians Perspective tweeted out that uh, they're promoting 22 year old uh, pitcher Carlos Vargas from AAA to their, uh, for their series against the Twins on Friday. Or for and, the Twins Friday. Spoiler, he never ends up pitching. And literally two minutes ago, they just tweeted that he got demoted to AAA again for uh, Aaron Savali, which we knew was kind of going to happen. Yeah. Even though we played in a 15-inning game, we never used Carlos Vargas. And we had like a six-run lead in the ninth yesterday. We did not use Carlos Vargas. So they kind of rushed him back up, but he's kind of like a Class A guy, but not as much control. But we're all w- waiting to see him, and he... Somehow didn't get used when we had a 15-inning game. It's crazy. So I just wanted to put that out that he was up here and then talk about it and then we're not don't need to talk about him again. So yeah. Now to games that count. Game one on Friday was T-Mac versus Ober. We end up winning this one, obviously. Four to three. We had seven hits, no errors. Minnesota had eight hits and one error. Uh, just some general stuff here. T-Mac cooked in this one. He did slip up with a two-run home run in the fourth, which is his kryptonite still, but he ended up going seven innings, a three-run ball. You can't ask for much more than that. You know, when the lights are bright, seven innings, a three-run ball. I mean, you can't complain about that. Offensively, we continue to think that runs don't count uh, in the game until after the seventh seventh inning are on, and especially against the Twins. So we're down three nothing, and we were just rolling over, and then... Uh, Jimenez reaches on a fielding error to start the seventh. Owen Miller singled, and uh, that allowed Jimenez to go first to third. Straw hits an RBI single, so now we're on the board. Quan grounds out. 
for the second out, and then uh, I believe, sorry, and now Miller and Straw are in scoring position. And with two outs, Ahmed, two run single back up the middle, ties the game. Just like that, this three en- to three. This entire series, Ahmed had a 12-foot dick. Yeah, Ahmed <laughs> Legacy. Yeah, he Ahmed Palacios Rosario. I mean, just a, a foot long. Just yeah, Legacy Oh, my series. goodness. <laughs> it was, yeah, you just got what I got. You just got what I said. Um, but that yeah, so guy. we tied the game. Just like that. Bottom of the eighth, Naylor leadoff single, OG single to follow. And then Ernie pinch runs for Naylor at second. Joan Duran, the Twins reliever, throws a wild pitch that gets all the way to the backstop. It, like he, tr- Gary Sanchez is the worst catcher ever. He tries to backpick this thing, and it like bounces off his glove, shoots up into the air to the backstop. He can't find it. Ernie churns and burns from second and scores. All the way from there, head first slide. Now we're up four to three. You know what I remember then, from this offseason? People say that they wanted Gary Sanchez because he can hit. Now, I don't think anybody from Guardians Twitter said that. If they did, they need to find God. Yeah. Like, he is a terrible defensive catcher. Gary Sanchez God, he's, is and he, he's not even that great offensively. No, not anymore. He just had all those home runs at the beginning of his career and uh, I mean, he does, but the defense is so bad. But then now it's 4-3, and Stefan and Classe shut it down. Classe, 36 save of the year, and the Twins bullpen does it again. The MVP of our season, baby. They have PTSD from us. Just a gritty ass. You know, you want to get free up one. in the penthouse, baby. Rent free. Rent free. The way this one went is like big game. We're all antsy. It's like, okay, especially after the good vibes kind of got killed by us getting just crushed by the White Sox. It was kind of a burner game for us. We're like, all right, just be ready for the twins. Then we're down three nothing and just rolling over. So it's like, damn, we're going to lose this one. And, you know, are we going to get kind of on a skid again? And then for us to come back was just like there was no way we weren't winning this series after this one. It was like, oh, no. So huge win. Just way to set the tone. Um, and then Mandy Bell tweeted out after this that the Guardians have officially taken the season series against the Twins. That means if the two teams tie for first, the Guardians win the tiebreaker, like we talked about. And after this game, Minnesota is now five games back. Uh, and then Mandy yep. Bell also tweeted out that Aaron Savali will start for the Guardians in Chicago on Tuesday. Which is tonight. Yep. But Yeah, so we learned that we were going to get him back. and Awesome. So way to start the series. Uh, little segue, right? Remember when people said that uh, Shane Bieber wasn't a true ace. Yeah, they said he was a Mickey Mouse and all that, and they yeah. knew nothing about baseball. God, idiots, all of them. True, because game me. two, yeah, game two was on Saturday, and this one's going to be a uh, day night double header. And prior to the game, um, MLB tweeted out this graphic that about Shane Bieber's last nine starts. He's six and two. He's thrown sixty one and two thirds innings. Okay, so he's going just a hair under seven innings a start. He's got a 175 ERA, struck out 68 and 61 and two-thirds, and his opponent OPS is 533, which is almost 200 points lower than the league average. That's like Miles Straw when he's not going good OPS, or like Austin Hedges. Like it, That's the opponent OPS. It was, it was first half Austin Hedges. First half, yes. Yeah, put some respect on my man's fucking name. But just getting like a fine wine, man. Just I will never, it. I will never let you talk shit about Austin Hedges. Oh, I know. 
But yeah, Mickey Mouse, Cy Young winner, and Fraud. So who yeah. just can like an ace. They can go ahead and uh chortle my balls from the back. <laughs> just getting better and better, picking up his team when it counts. So game two was Bieber versus Varland. And uh, we win this one as well. Spoiler. Uh, five to one. We had 14 hits, one error. Minnesota had one run, four hits, and two errors. So you get what you deserve. And Bieber Masterclass, true masterpiece. He does it again and then some eight innings of one run ball. Only four hits, six strikeouts. He had the shutout until the top of the eighth and looked like he had a Maddox kind of going. Uh, but he gives up gives up a solo shot to Walner, who's a Twins rookie. I believe that was his it was his first major league yeah. home run, and I think it was his first major it was. league hit too. He just jumped him. He just got him. Shit happens. Um, it do be like that sometimes. It do be do be do. Just an ace. I mean, outdoing himself. It's just he has been every time for the last at least nine starts, like we talked about. Longer than that, you just know what you're going to get. It's like just okay. You and know especially what's happen. with him going eight because of the next game going fifteen, and the fact that McKenzie went seven, like yeah, length wins you games because you keep your bullpen alive. Hammy all during the series kept saying that the Twins, on average, only let their starters go like five innings, and they've used I want to say the most or second most bullpen innings in all of baseball or the American League, and that shit wears down, man. Like it's crazy. So, uh, obvi- offensively, we struck early. Jose solo shot in the bottom of the first. Let him know. That's his 28th of the year. And 3-0 pitch, top of the zone. And Varland, the Twins pitcher, poor life decisions because he swings at those. And he got all of it. Uh, bottom of the third, Straw draws a leadoff walk. Quan infield single to the second baseman. But uh, throwing error by Nick Gordon allows Straw to go to third on that. So, we got runners on first and third. Nobody out. Ahmed, RBI single through the right side. Score straw. Now it's 2-0. Bottom of the fourth, OG leadoff single, followed by a Jimenez double. Owen Miller then, two-run single to center, 4-0 Guardians. So now we're piling it on. Bottom of the sixth, straw, one-out single. Quan single. Ahmed, an RBI single. <laughs> that scores Quan. I mean, it's just the same shit over and over. 5-0 Guardians. Uh, Ahmed, four for five day, two RBI. Owen, big hit. Everyone but Hedges had a hit in this one. It do be like that sometimes. But 14 hits, man. And then yeah. Bieber just mowing them down. Can I talk about that play that Nick Gordon kind of ha- – he, where he got his error? Yeah. So what happened is he was Nick Gordon was moving to his right, was right by second, tried to tag straw, missed, saw that Quan was run down, rushed his throw to first, made a bad throw – and Straw's like, oh, now you're done fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and now you booked bo- up. Now, and then booked it to third. And then Straw was on third base laughing. Like, <laughs> so disrespectful, just cackling to himself. <laughs> just cackling. You can't make these mistakes. Also, I want to throw something out. Classe comes into this one, and I kind of had an opinion on it. It was a four run lead, and you know, you got a double header. And you Bieber went eight, right? And Bieber was only at like nine. Bieber only went 93 pitches. So I don't need him to come back out. I want to make that clear. Four run lead. We bring Classe out for a non-safe situation. Tito's mentality. And I get it. I do understand. I disagree. But I understand Tito's like, what's the difference between three and four runs? Really? You know, I want to win. It's right there. Take it. 
Yeah. A four run lead though. When you might need him in the, you know, it's like maybe you need him, maybe you don't. We could have used him in the night cap one, but I personally disagree. I think you can throw like a Stefan out there or like a Karen, like keep class A, but you got four or just have a quick hook. Give like De Los Santos the ball. If he gets into any trouble, quick, you know, quick hook, like bring up class A. And he said he likes to keep the bases you know, he wants to give a clean inning to his closer. I also, I get all of it. I just want to say I personally disagree, but I'm not a major league manager. And it's not crazy what he's doing, but just that seems like one you can give Klasse some rest. Four-run lead? Not even like a two-run, like a four-run yeah, lead? Yeah, uh, it's tough because if De Los Santos goes out there and gets in trouble, you're going to give Klasse the ball, what, with bases loaded, two men on? Something like like, yeah. Take when, especially when it's a divisional opponent. You're in a race. At this point, what we were up three games, two and a half, yeah, we're three. Up five games. This would make it six. Well, on the Twins, but I'm saying on the White Sox. Uh, I don't remember, but yeah. But um, take your wit, like shut it, sh- slam the door shut. Like get your wins when you can, especially this late down the down the stretch when you need wins and you need to hold your place. Yeah, luckily he only made eight pitches too, so we didn't even know if we'd see him in the nightcap. Yeah, we didn't end up seeing it, but yeah, it's just one of those ones like, oh, we need him. You know, it is what it is. I just want to throw it out there, get your opinion. It's not something I'm going to yell about. I don't think. Yeah. Gino, what are you? It's just like I disagree and unnecessary, but I I get it, but. Yeah, I get taking the win in front of you. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, And then uh, there was this graphic that was put out. The more hits than strikeouts, largest differentials in majors. Uh, In fifth, the Cardinals plus 166. Um, The Mets in fourth, 181. Uh, Toronto third with 189. The White Sox second with 193 and the Cleveland Guardians first with 246 53 uh plus 53 ahead of the White Sox with more hits than strikeouts. Yep. We do be hitting the ball. Yep. <laughs> 13 teams have more hits than strikeouts, which is a lot higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. Almost half. I would not I figured it'd be like 8 to 10 maybe. I don't just off the top of my head, but just shows you what kind of brand of baseball we play. Disgusting. Um, game three, so that's the double head game two, the double header. Pilkington versus Winder, Winder. I don't remember hearing the name on the broadcast, but it doesn't matter. He's a bum. Fifteen inning game, one of the craziest things you'll ever see. We win seven to six. God bless us and God, good lord. Uh, Twelve hits, one error. They had six runs, seven hits, one error. And this is the craziest game that I've seen in a while. 15 innings, 5 hours, 24 minutes. Pilkington legacy game. He goes 5 and 2 thirds innings of one hit, two walks, scoreless ball. And he had a no hitter through 5 and 2 third. Let me say that again. Against the Minnesota Twins, Connor Pilkington had a no hitter through 5 and 2 thirds innings. Nobody had that on their bingo card. I don't care how many spaces you have on your bingo card. That wasn't one of them. Pilkington legacy game. You love to see it. And he ends up getting pulled after the hit to Jose Miranda, uh, which 
whatever. Just insanity, though. I can't believe it. We're leading at 5 nothing going into the eighth inning. We had an uh, Oscar Gonzalez had an RBI double. Ahmed hit a three-run blast in the fifth, which he's popping off. And Ahmed had an RBI single in the seventh. This whole day, I think he had eight or nine hits, eight eight hits in the day between the uh, two. Yes, yeah, he had two, four Just, hit. Oh no, he had nine hits. He had five hits in the second one, four hits in the first one. Thought he just had four in this one. No, he. I think he went five for like six or five for seven. Because it was an error. He went four for eight. Oh, okay. Four for eight. Yeah. So that's how we get there. So we're like five nothing. Know your place, trash. Holy shit! Can't believe it. And then we allow five runs in the top of the eighth, and they tie it up. Henches gives up an unearned run. Stefan gives up three runs. Karinchek gives up a run. And all our elite guys, right, five runs in an inning. We basically pulled a Minnesota Twins. Yep. And then our band of misfits in the bullpen go nut job. The exact opposite happens from the guys you maybe get a little stressed about. Morgan gives us a scoreless ninth. De Los Santos gives us a scoreless tenth. Shaw goes the 11th and 12th, both scoreless. And and from the 9th to the 12th inning across those guys, right? There was one base runner from us. Shaw walked one guy. Now we're under the 13th inning. And Kirk McCarty comes out. And he goes three innings of one run ball. (laughs) And that run is unearned because there was an automatic runner. He gave up two hits, a walk, and struck out three. But he ate three innings. He gave us the 13th, 14th, and 15th. What happened in this game? It's like if all the people that you're like, got together and were like, legacy game, let's go. We got away with Shaw pitching two innings. Not one, two. Kirk McCarty pitched three. I know. Kirk, first of all, it's Kirk DeGrom McCarty. (laughs) He he sucks as a starter, but as a long reliever, he comes in and is like, I'm I'm, going to gobble up them innings, dog. I got you. It's crazy. And I watched all this from the eighth inning on. I think even a little bit earlier than that. I watched some of the beginning. And then I was like, ah, oh, we're pretty good doing some other stuff. And then I watched from like the eighth inning on. Ugh. We're down to our final out in the box. We blew more opportunities than you could ever imagine. In this game, we went six for 28 with runners in scoring position. It was so painful. That's a 214 average, but it felt yeah. so much worse. It there were so many times. And we worked the, our pitchers worked out of some crazy ass shit too with the automatic runners. This one all along was like just right up to the edge. Yeah. Every time like okay, this is it. And oh my for inning after it, it was nuts. We're down to our final out in the bottom of the 13th that the top they had scored a run. It's like okay, we're down to our final out. Ahmed said, "I'm not letting us lose this fucking game." RBI single when we were on life support. Tie it back up. Then in the bottom of the 15th, we feel great. Ernie, sack bunt, straw at third. This is like our 15th inning in a row of like, just get a sack fly for God. Please, please just get a sack fly. Hedges hits into a weak fielder's choice. I think it was like kind of back to the mound. Straw gets back picked at third on this one. Not really back pick, but you get this. Oh, no. What happened on this is... Uh, Hedges hit a hopper to th- like a uh, like a chopper to third. The Gio Urshela makes a play, grabs it, and tags Straw. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, it came back to third. Yeah, yeah and any tag, it just sucked. Bad Which, luck. That's that just pretty- shitty. Like, yeah, it's nothing Hedges did. But we went from Straw on third, one out, to Hedges on first with two outs. Not how you draw it up. 
But then Quan singles and hedges is a very good base runner. This is, that isn't sarcastic. Goes first to third on it. Just muscle. He's fast as hell. I don't know what to tell you. So now we got first and third, two outs. And Ahmed slaps a ball middle, you know, up the middle. Twin shortstop Palacio boots it. Hedges scores on the walk-off error. And we win it. And at certain points, this isn't this isn't going to sound right when I describe this, okay? I don't want to say I didn't care if we won it, because that's not how you feel as a fan. But around the 12th or 13th, I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, come on. Like, what are we doing here? Like, whatever happens, it's going to be hard to feel good about this one. Turns out it actually feels pretty awesome to win it. <laughs> but it just got to the point where it's like, enough. But yeah. craziest shit. This game, five and a half hours. It started at, like... Oh, it was so long. It was painful, too. It wasn't just the innings. It was just blowing sack fly chance after just inning after inning after. Oh, it should have been done like 14 yeah. times before it finally did. So anyway, but we win it. We we take the first three and they are now seven games back. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, Zach Meisel tweeted out after the game uh, a quote from Tito. Uh, Terrific Kona on the Guardiac Kids latest comeback. I was nervous as hell, and I didn't. I don't mean that in a bad way. It was exciting. Guys work all winter and all spring and play all year, and you have the right to play a game that's this exciting. That's great. Embrace it. Yeah, and he said. I remember on the broadcast they said Tito heard some hooping and hollering out of the clubhouse. Down, he's like, it was real loud, and they should celebrate. He's like, but I heard some crazy stuff going on. <laughs> they were at the ballpark for fucking fourteen hours. Yeah, that day. they had a double header and then played. There were definitely in. beers in the clubhouse afterwards. A lot. And Tito, <laughs> they said on the broadcast the next day, Hammy said Tito said that they gave the guys the option to show up up to. No later than 11.30, but, you know, it was a 1.40 start. Yeah. Just trying to give him some rest. Uh, and then Do Young Park tweeted out that uh, the Twins have lost eight in a row to Cleveland for the first time since 2011. It's one shy the longest losing streak to Cleveland in club history set in 1981. Know your place, Trash. Yep. Love to see it. Lineup just dropped. Quan, Ahmed, Jose, Naylor, DHing. And it's a graphic of him rocking the baby. Yep. Love it. Uh, Oscar Gonzalez, Andres Jimenez, Owen Miller, Austin Hedges, Straw. We'll see. But Big dub. Big dub. Couple couple more hours. Big dub. All right. Game four, which was Sunday, Morris versus Ryan. Uh, We lose this one 3-0. They had 10 hits, one error. We had three hits and no errors. And hey, this would have been an awesome game to get, but it just wasn't necessary. Still, it sucked because Morris shoved. He saved the bullpen, even though he's still on a pitch limit. You know, you kind of think, oh, God, you know, just give us as much as possible. And he ends up giving us six innings of one run ball. Six hits, one walk, six strikeouts. He made 80 pitches. Paul, this was huge. Like, for him to come out, and it's like, if you get into trouble, he might, you know, we've seen him do it. You know, uh, what if it ends up being a three and two third inning out? You know what I mean? To go six innings within your pitch limit in one run, nuts. I mean, just even though we don't win this game, that's like an MVP performance, dude. That is huge for us. Um, Morgan goes two innings of shutout relief. So he did an inning the night before and then gives us two innings. Uh, That's huge. 
And it was still a 1-0 game all the way up until the top of the ninth. De Los Santos comes in. Uh, I've, you know, belly ached on Twitter about him not getting enough innings and Tito kind of forgets he's there. Uh, he gets two quick outs and then he walks Celestino, gives up a single to Mark Contreras, walks Nick Gordon, loads the which loads the bases. He just did not have it. You could see it like a light switch. It was just like, oh boy, this isn't going to be good. And Tito didn't warm anybody up. I can't really blame him. Like... You're already down one nothing. It's and still you had horrible. a 15 inning game the yeah, night you before. You got to kind of just roll with De Los Santos, uh, but that loads the bases and brings up Luis Arise, who has the batting title right now. Two run single up the middle, three nothing Twins. And you know, before that, it's just you just need one run. You can always get one run. And you had like middle of the order coming up. When it's three nothing, it's like ah, okay, we're not winning this one. Um, but yeah, huge kudos to uh, Cody Morris, and we had three hits and three walks. We were exhausted. It would have been an amazing, you know, but we already did our job. So it just sucks. It was one nothing going into the. That's what it feels like. God, you spoiled yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like it still was winnable. Like oh, spoiled it, but spoiled it, spoiled it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Zach Meisel tweeted out that there's been a new franchise record. Andres Jimenez has been hit by a pitch 21 times this season, surpassing Ryan Garko's previous record of 20 set in 2007. Which I thought Brandon Geyer just like gut feeling would have this, but he set the record 21 times. That's crazy. Yeah, I I hate. That's him. what I think about. I it. know. I hate everyone. I hate everyone. That hits Andres Jimenez. I hate him. Yeah, hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Catch, catch me outside. How about that? Not dislike. Hate. Hate. Don't get it mixed up. Hate. Yeah. But anyway, so yesterday's game, game five, Monday, Quantrill versus Sunny Gray. Uh, we win this one, eleven to four. Fourteen hits, no errors. Minnesota ten hits, two errors. So you get what you deserve. This you one was know. a fun one. Naylor, three-run blasted, deep right field uh, in the first inning. How's that doing 416, for you? right? Yeah, 413, 416. It looked farther than that, man. Whew. And then Miles Straw draws a leadoff walk in the second. Throwing error by Sonny Gray on a pickoff attempt. Puts Straw at third because he is fast as all holy hell. Didn't matter, though, because Quan RBI triple into the gap in right center. Twins right fielder. Uh, it's that rookie Melnar, whatever his name is, that got the home run off of uh, a Bieber. He dove, completely missed it. It goes all the way to the wall. Quan was burning. And we're up 4 nothing after two. Yeah, Raquel little spoiler alert. This is the game that we watched during our quality time. Uh, as soon as he dove, I was like, oh, that's a triple. Yep. And he churned and burned. So yeah, we're up four nothing after two for Cal run support Quantrill. It's just hilarious how much run support he gets. Yeah, Quantrill ends up giving up three runs over the next four frames though, so it cuts our lead down to one. Do not like that. So it's four to three as we start the bottom of the sixth. Ahmed decides he wants more breathing room though and sends a three run shot to the home run porch. Opens this one right back up, gives us a seven three lead. Um, Nick Sandlin gives a run back in the top of the seventh, but we pile it on again in the bottom of the eighth lead off solo shot from Maley double steal by straw and Ahmed puts them both in scoring position later in the inning, which leads to an RBI single by Jose. Now we're up nine to four, but we want to keep going wild pitch on ball four to Naylor allows Ahmed to score from third. Now it's 10 four 
And then with two outs, Jimenez wants to get in on the fun. RBI single makes it 11-4. And in a game where we start blowing them out to start, and then they we let them back in, and it's like, ugh. We blow their backs out. Yep. And we absolutely kill any playoff hopes they have. They are seven games back. They're done. Like Put a fork in over. them. Put a fork in them, baby. Heat them back up for leftovers tomorrow. I don't care. <laughs> Just crazy. Four yeah. and one. And there are some crazy stats here. Uh, so uh, Zach Meisel tweeted out after this game that Ahmed Rosario in his five-game series against Minnesota, 11 for 25, two home runs, 11 RBIs, three stolen bases, one fatal uppercut to the Twins' playoffs hopes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, and then Cleveland Stats tweeted out that tonight marks 33 consecutive home starts without a single loss for a Cleveland pitcher, Cal Quantrill. This is the second longest streak between home losses in MLB history. His last loss in a home start came as a San Diego Padre on September 9th, 2019. That's crazy. Yeah, 33. In MLB history. Like, holy shit. Yep. And then Papa Paul's going to take care of you. Try something. Yeah, a it's little, a little new. A little different again. So instead of talking about defensive plays that happen each game, uh, I'm going to kind of take my favorites and make a list. I, I don't want to call it like a top three or like, because I don't know how many are going to be in there. Uh, it's just going to be top defensive plays of the week. Um, you, you ranked them. Did you yeah. rank them or not? Yes. Okay. They are ranked. Okay. So do you think I should go in reverse order or? Yeah, I'll start yeah, I think at it's six. Like a, yeah, start at six. Uh, so six was. Um, I think this was game five. I have my list here. I I just forgot to type the thing. Oh, uh, this was in game one actually. Boop. Uh, in game one, Naylor makes a diving play on a ground ball and flips the ball to Team Matt covering the bag. Uh, it was a really good. Just show some range towards the foul ball or to the foul line. Just. Get up there and then flip it to Team Matt covering, which is a tougher play to make for a pitcher than people think. Um, and then fifth, uh, Josh Naylor makes a unassisted double play to end the sixth, in- sixth inning, uh, catching a line drive and tagging the bag to end the sixth in game five. Just catches a line drive that was kind of right to him and then races back to the bag and uh, tags it to get the unassisted double play. Four, um, Tyler Freeman makes a great backhanded play and then throws across his body to first to get the last out of the sixth and keep the game within run one run in game four because um, there was runners on first and second during it. So gave, still made a play to give us a chance. Yes, sir. Uh, third, uh, Palacios catches a ball in uh, left field. Uh, throws a really good ball to Hedges, who makes an even better tag and holds on to the ball uh, to get us out of the inning and cut the go-ahead run in game four instead of it being uh, us down one. Now it's still tied up at nothing going into, I want to say this was in the third, but I could be wrong. Second. Quan runs 63 feet to make the final out in the top of the ninth to give the guards a chance to walk it off in game three. Lays out for a ball going towards the line. Had to go a long ways. Um, Fantastic diving catch to uh, 
pretty much saved the game. What else is he going to do? I know. That's just what Quan does, baby. Gold Number one. Your number one <laughs> defensive play of the week. Um, Andres Jimenez makes a fantastic leaping play, moving to his right back towards the second base bag. Uh, fully extends out to take away from take away a hit from Giro Shella in game four. Just uh, got up there to get this ball. Yes, sir. And those are Paul's top defensive plays of the week. Yeah. And why don't you let him know? Let him know. Oh, SeatGeek, our best friends, our good friends over at SeatGeek. Uh, thank them. Thanks them for sponsoring this episode. Number one mobile ticketing app. Uh, playoff baseball is coming up. Football season's here. Professional and college. Basketball season's right around the corner. Hockey games. Concerts. Plays. Anything that you can buy a ticket for. NASCAR races. Uh, anything. Uh, they have a very cool system. Bright green dot, great price. Uh, like we say, fiscally irresponsible for you not to get it. Big red dot, they're trying to steal your money. Um, you can click on the section. I'll show you exactly what your seats will look like. I love that feature. Um, yeah, use code 216BASEBALLPOD at checkout to get $10 off your first purchase uh, from SeatGeek. $20. Oh, Whoops. $20. Whoops. Uh, $20 off your first uh, purchase when you sign up for SeatGeek. Again, that's code 216BASEBALLPOD to get $20 off your first purchase when you use SeatGeek. Uh, thanks again for SeatGeek for sponsoring. Yes, sir. Beautiful. NASCAR. I like that one. Kept me on my toes. I love it. Yeah. And then as far as the who's hot and who's not, I'm kind of taking this just because it's not formally done. I apologize, guys. It's crazy time for me. Uh, just work and everything else, but I mean it's pretty it's pretty clear. Ahmed Rosario is is on the who's hot. Oh God yeah, God bless him and his slightly above league average production all year. Guardians Twitter was doing it again today, uh, so that was fun. Um, but no, I mean he's popping off when he is hot. He is a huge part of this team. It's just peaks and valleys. But even I when he's not, not hot, complain. he's a huge part of the team. Yeah, in the clubhouse and stuff, but he. Kills my soul being in the two hole, uh, but he's got over a one OPS last. I'll seven put it games. in your two hole. I hope you do. <laughs> two home runs, two three run shots, twelve RBIs in his last seven games, three stolen bases, just going nut job. I mean, legacy game um, on game two and three of the Twin series, the doubleheader. I mean, just carried him like he just kept us alive, just crazy. So instead of just we'll kind of refresh the list and I'm hoping to do it more formally for next week's episode. But for now, just kind of reset. I mean, Ahmed's a huge part of that. We'd be lying to ourselves if he wasn't part of that. Uh, Quan, I'm taking a look. I feel like he's hot. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to go off the top of my head. Uh, that's not actually, he's not just a little over 700 OPS. Uh, Bieber, obviously we went over his stats, just nuts. He's definitely on the who's hot, carrying this team down the stretch. You know what you're going to get. That's what an ace does. He is your like your your stop block, right? Like you know, you can send him out there, and he's going to give you that performance. And it just seems like he keeps following it up a little bit better, a little bit better each time. Last outing, huge games against the Twins, eight innings, one run ball. I mean, Jesus Christ, going crazy. And then, I mean, we kind of got to put Straw in here, I think, just because we're refreshing the whole list and just trying to think of 
who is a huge part of the success right now. And I mean, holy shit, Straw's got like a, almost a one-two OPS the last seven. He's games. cooking. What? Holy shit! Usually the OBP gets up there, but he swings a pool noodle. He's got a one-one-seven OPS. Get on there, Straw. Talk your shit, King. Let your nuts hang. Last fifteen games, an eight. Sorry, a nine. Uh, 12 OPS for Straw in his last 15 games. He comes on so, in September, baby. Let's go. 435 batting average, 519 OBP, 652 slugging in the last seven games, getting that average up to 217, 18 stolen bases on the year. So Straw's a huge part of it. When we think about what cogs in the machine are making this happen, I mean, you have Bieber, to say Straw. Ahmed, and straw are the people that really come to mind that are that are carrying this stuff and on the who's not i mean the vibes are so good it kind of pains me to to even say anybody um you know what we're having fun let's just let's keep to the who's hot we're gonna stay away from the who's not right now this team is clicking we got to give sam henches some love i feel like he needs to be on the who's hot or shout out he's basically just been beyond elite since the all-star break just high leverage of all high leverage we know class a is our king all the time think oscar gonzalez has to get put on yeah let me i thought he cooled off a little bit let me i i gotta look at it thanks for bearing with us i know this isn't how we usually do it but we're human beings uh seven eh, 751 ops last seven games cooled off a little bit recently really struggled he left about a trillion runners in scoring position in the uh game two of the double header yeah he had a how many people did he leave on base i bet you it's double digits seven he left seven on base in that in that game not great but henches huge part of the success kirk mccarty i mean the whole just everybody's clicking right now vibes are too good but man straw getting him back there as like your leadoff hitter and then some a second leadoff guy and then then so a one two ops like just churn, I mean, turning that lineup over. Quan getting on base, giving you quality at bats, and then Ahmed going nut job. And Especially with Straw's slugging being up a little bit too. Having him just, on second when Quan gets up, it's pretty much an automatic run. Yeah, and we saw what Ahmed did. Just crazy. So, yeah, a little informal, but those. I mean, we can kind of talk through the the key cogs, and and those are them. So, and Bieber, man, everybody stepping up. Yeah. So AL Central standings and playoff picture. I'm not really going to go into it because we I'll do the playoff picture, but we've kind of gone over the standings throughout this whole episode multiple times. We're four games up on the White Sox. Twins basically don't matter. They're seven back. So who gives a shit? Uh, Postseason right now, Mariners slipping a little bit. Don't love this. So now we would face the Mariners in the opening round, which is the team i want to face the least i think everybody kind of agrees we have a little bit of ptsd from them basically whooping our ass and just they're built for they're built for october dude the pitching the bullpen they hit home runs at a better clip than we do um but we could do it we can do it it's all right and then tampa bay would face the blue jays and on that side of the bracket the leader then goes against houston on our side, we'd go up against the Yankees. That's not going to change. Like that's yeah, the Yankees and the and the and the Astros are going to be kind of locked in. So the Astros just, have already clinched. So yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, do we? I get think the, the Yankees have clinched too. 
They haven't yet. No, because they've been playing like ass. Oh, I know the Mets have. The Mets, Dodgers, and Houston have all clinched. Yep. Uh, The Mariners, yeah, we're going to see what happens. Um, I can't wait for us to clinch and to see those shirts. I know. Oh, chills. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Um, Paul's going to lead you out. I got to run. But, dude, this team, I mean, come on. Like, who... This is so much fun. They've already won 80 games. We're 13 games above 500. I thought they'd win 78. 80 yeah. and 67. It's crazy. We're going nuts. So guards up. Love everybody. Papa Paul will give you some news and stuff and tell you the exact age of every prospect we've ever had. But <laughs> let's beat the shit out of the White Sox, baby. Let's yeah. go. All right. Now that it's just us, let's uh, go ahead and get into some Guardians news. Uh, Friday, the Guardians tweeted out a graphic of Oscar Gonzalez in September. Up to this point, it was the 15th. Uh, so from the 1st to the 15th, so half the month, a 345 average with 19 hits, four home runs, 12 RBIs, and a 1.046 OPS. Uh, like we talked about, kind of cooled off a little bit the past, uh, what, today's the 20th, so five days. Um, and then also on Friday, they tweeted out that Will Brennan extended his hitting streak to 10 games with an RBI double in the eighth inning uh, down in AAA Columbus. Uh, he now has 40 doubles and 105 RBIs on the year. Uh, during that streak, 21 and 49, six runs, six doubles, uh, one triple, seven RBIs, a walk, a stolen base, a 429 average. Absolutely raking. Uh, Sunday, they also tweeted out that Will Brennan with an opposite field solo home run for Columbus. Brennan now has homered in back to back games, giving him 13 on the season to go along with 107 RBIs. The home run also extended his hitting streak to 12 games. Um, Saturday, they tweeted out that Bo Naylor had a mammoth two-run blast in the fifth inning for Columbus. Their home run was number 19 of the year. Puts him one long ball away from having a 2020 season because he's fast as hell, too. Um, Saturday, they tweeted out that Tanner Bybee strikes out nine over six. Uh, for Akron, Bybee now leads the farm system with 167 strikeouts on the year. Uh, his line for that game, six innings, four hits. Three runs, uh, all of them earned. Two walks, nine strikeouts. In all of 2022, uh, he has a 132 and two-thirds innings pitched, 101 hits, 39 runs. 32 of them were earned, 27 walks, 167 strikeouts like we talked about, a 2.17 ERA, absolutely shoving. Uh, and then today they tweeted out that infield prospect, Yolinski Noel finished the regular season for Akron with a big game Sunday, four for five, uh, a run, two doubles, or uh, a double, and three RBIs. Um, Noel ended his 2022 campaign strong over the last 25 games, 30 for 91, 19 runs, 12 doubles, one triple, four home runs, 20 RBIs, 14 walks for a 330 average, and a 431 OBP. And that's all we have for news. Um, Get into the upcoming series. Three games against the White Sox, three games against the Rangers. Uh, They come in 76 and 71, seven and three in their last 10. Uh, We talked about those pitching matchups earlier. Let me pull those up for you guys so we can talk about them again real quick. Uh, Tonight it's Savali versus C's. Dylan C is one of the best pitchers, but Savali, we'll see if he has it. 
Uh, uh, first game back tomorrow, McKenzie versus Lynn, like that matchup. And on Thursday, Bieber versus Johnny Cueto, and nothing released for the Texas series yet. Um, coming in eighty and si- we're coming in eighty and sixty-seven. 13 games above 500, 8 and 2 in our last 10. Absolutely vibing. Keep the good streaks going. Um, and the Rangers, Rangers are currently 63 and 83, 20 games below 500, officially eliminated. Um, yeah, take the perfect world sweep, obviously, uh, but at least take one from the White Sox. Um, I'll be upset if we only take one. Uh, I kind of think that we're going to at least take two. Uh, We're better than the White Sox. But going to be fun games. So that is all I have. Um, Can't really think of anything else to talk about. Thank you guys for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, leave a like. Go to the website. You can get to everything. Discord, Patreon. Merch store going to be dropping some stuff soon. I've kind of fallen out of it, been kind of busy. Um, make sure you turn on automatic downloads so you never miss an episode. Go to Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us everywhere. Please leave a review. It helps a lot. Let's more people find the great show we try to put on. Um, and really are trying to make things better for you guys. And let us know if you're enjoying things. We'll be back on Monday to give you a breakdown of the White Sox and Rangers series. But in the meantime, guards up, baby. Let's fucking go.